Hello and welcome to the first proper episode of Go On Be Selfish. Um, as a therapist and counsellor I have a mantra which is self-care is never selfish but all too often people find that um, they, they feel they don't have the time to do self-care. Now self-care is quite a broad range of activities but for me it encompasses anything where you are making positive steps to take care of your body and obviously of your mind. Now if you go to my website which is Crystal Wolf Holistic Care, Crystal spelt K-R-Y-S-D-A-L, you may look at uh, what we do and think, oh my goodness, she's a jit of all trades and master of none. And yes, I am trained in a variety of different techniques, but there is one thing that unites them all, and that is that it's finding, they're all techniques, whether it's NLP, CBT, hypnotherapy, they're all techniques that can help you notice and change your thoughts. Because everything we do and everything we feel is driven by what's going on in our heads. Now, it's very easy to feel that you can't alter your thoughts, but actually, you can. And one of the things I'll be doing in this podcast is helping you to find different ways that, and they won't all, not always will work for everybody because we're all different individual human beings, but to find techniques that work for you to help you change your thoughts. Now, I am a teacher of mindfulness, and I'll be honest, I think mindfulness is my favorite technique in terms of managing stress. And people often follow the word mindfulness by that other M word, meditation. And I know that meditation is something that some people can find quite difficult. But mindfulness techniques do not necessarily have to involve meditation. And what I'd like to do in this podcast is take you through a very simple technique that you can do right here, right now, as you listen to me. Before we do that, I want to explain a little bit about why mindfulness helps. When we are getting stressed or anxious or worried or fearful or all those emotions that probably in the middle of this global pandemic, let's let's get the elephant in the room out there. We are in a very strange world right now, thanks to COVID. And there's a lot that's out of your control. And that does tend to make people very stressed and anxious. But what causes the stress and anxiety isn't what's going on. It's caused by what you're thinking about what's going on. And generally, when people have got a lot of thoughts running around in their head, you know, the thoughts are going at about a million miles an hour. It's due to two things. Number one, they can either be remembering something that happened in the past that didn't go so well, or it can be going with all the what ifs 
And to be honest, as far as COVID is concerned, there are no definitive answers to all the what ifs. Um, and I totally get why that causes stress and anxiety. So basically, when your thoughts are going around, you're probably either thinking about something in the past that you can't change, or your mind is going ahead to all the what ifs of the future, which isn't here yet. Now, mindfulness is about really being aware of what's going on in your mind and your body right here, right now. Now, you might sit there thinking, well, yeah, that, that's great. You know, if, if, if what's going on is good, I really do want to be aware of it. But all too often when there are good things going on, when we've got good feelings, we're not fully present in the moment and we don't really appreciate how wonderful they are. And if there's something bad going on, you might think, well, I want to distract myself. I don't want to have to be dealing with it. But <clears throat> if there is something bad going on right here, right now, still being present in the moment means that you can break down what's happening into meaningful chunks. Because the bottom line is, you can only cope with what is happening in this moment, right here, right now. So being aware and in this moment, which is the core of mindfulness, is the key to starting to get to grips with that monkey mind that wanders all over the place and jumps from this to that and says, what if and oh no about what happened? And meditation is most certainly one way <laughs> that you can practice keeping your mind in this moment. And that's what mindfulness meditation is about. It's about practicing, keeping yourself aware of what's going on. But you don't have to meditate. And I said we would do a technique right here, right now. So get yourself comfortable, because that's always a good idea when you're meditating. But when, you, when you're doing mindfulness, you don't need to lie down, although you can. But I'd actually prefer it if you were sitting up. And if you're sitting in a chair with a back, can you try and make sure that your feet are firmly planted on the floor? And that your back is nice and straight so that you embody what um, one of the mindfulness gurus calls um, a pose of dignity and awareness and awakeness. So once you've got yourself comfortable, I want you to do something very complicated. No, actually, it's very simple. Get your hand out in front of you. Get your hand, the palm of your hand in front of your face. And I want you just to look at the palm of your hand. Really notice all the lines, all the creases, maybe flex your joints. Really be aware of what you can feel and what you can see in the palm of your hand right here, right now. And I'm going to give you a minute to do this for yourself in complete silence.
well done. So how was that for you? Can you kind of debrief yourself? What, what did you feel when you were doing that? Did it feel strange? Did you feel that you were resisting the idea? What did you notice? One thing I hoped you notice is that when you are staring fixedly at one thing for a minute, then your mind calms down. Your monkey mind stops. It may not stop for very long, but that monkey mind stops. Now, that monkey mind is responsible for an awful lot of ill health, both physical and mental. Because many years ago, when we were cavemen, um, we had to evolve systems that meant that when we were confronted by a threat like saber-toothed tiger or, you know, people from a neighbouring tribe coming in to try and steal our resources, the cavemen that survived were able to either fight and win or run away fast enough to stay out of trouble. And to do that, they evolved what's called the fight or flight system. And we still have this in our bodies now. It's exactly the same system that causes stage fright. And what happens is when your brain perceives a threat, it sends a signal to your bodies. It sends, you get lots of hormones circulating that are designed to get you ready for some sort of physical action. So it makes your heart start to beat faster so that the blood gets pumped into your muscles and your lungs are working well so you can get lots of oxygen in to get the oxygen and the blood to your muscles. It diverts blood away from unimportant um, areas of the body like the digestive system so that you can either you've either got the strength and the endurance to get into a physical fight or run away from the threat and that system is still very active today in every single one of us the problem is that the modern threats that we're faced by aren't saber-toothed tigers or rampaging tribesmen they are drivers who won't stick to the rules they are this global pandemic that we can't do anything about it is that job interview that i've got to go to that i don't think i'm any good at your brain perceives those as a threat and it responds with the only system it's got which is to get those chemicals circulating now, you can diffuse those chemicals in the way they are meant to be diffused by running or some form of physical activity. This is why taking regular exercise is one of the first things that any doctor is going to say to you, whatever you go to him with, or by fighting. Problem is, you can't actually run or physically run away from the threats can't run away from the pandemic that's for sure and if you start getting into physical fights with people well 
you're just going to land yourself with a police record. So that's not really a viable option. So taking regular exercise is one way of keeping those chemicals down, because if you don't and they're constantly circulating around your body, you end up with high blood pressure. You probably end up stressed and depressed. And um, you also probably end up with high levels of inflammation in your body. And those are the root causes of most chronic diseases that are plaguing our society these days. You know, things like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, um, obviously high blood pressure. So if you can start using mindfulness to stop your mind racing at 100 miles an hour, bring it into this present moment, your brain thinks, oh, that threat's not here anymore. They're not thinking about it. And those chemicals start to diffuse. They start to deflect away. And that's why techniques like mindfulness have been shown to have very positive effects on things like high blood pressure, depression, um, and a lot of the modern illnesses, certainly anything where stress is involved. Now, that simple technique we did earlier, where I got you to look at your hand, that's something you can do almost any time. But there are actually two other very simple, very quick techniques that you can do anytime you need to. The first one is incredibly simple. It's called take a deep breath. Go on, do it now. Take a deep breath in and then just gently release it. And as you take that breath, your focus goes onto the breath, goes onto your body. Your mind stops thinking about all those um, stresses. And that gives those chemicals a small time to start reducing. But it's possible to do an awful lot of things during your day mindfully. And right now, we have got one very simple thing that we're all doing an awful lot of these days, and that's washing your hands or applying sanitizer to your hands. So I don't know how many times a day you're washing your hands. If something like me, it's, you know, a good 10, 20 times a day. So the next time you go to wash your hands, instead of just not thinking about it. We're supposed to wash our hands for 20 seconds. So next time you go to wash your hands, try to make that 20 seconds of mindfulness. So really focus on how the water feels, how the soap feels or the hand sanitizer feels. Focus on any smells. And as you rub the soap over your hands and you're obviously in a way massaging one hand with the other, really focus on how that feels, all the feelings you get in your hands, what, what textures and, and contours you're aware of. 
Now, instead of just doing it mindlessly, while you're there, you've got to do it. Make a virtue out of a necessity. Make that 20 seconds of mindfulness. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Now, if you go to my website, you will see that there are, I talk about lots of different techniques there. Um, and another one of my favorite techniques is a thing called Tai Chi Qigong. And I have a YouTube channel with the same name, Crystal Wolf Holistic Care, where I post videos doing short Tai Chi sessions, usually followed by a short mindfulness meditation. Mindfulness isn't about what you do when you are listening to someone like me or when you've gone to a mindfulness group or you're listening to a guided meditation. Mindfulness is what you do every day. And my advice to you is to find time every day to do something that is mindful. It needn't be a long period. Just do what we did today. Just set the timer on your watch and just spend a minute just looking at your hand. The 20 seconds of mindfulness with hand washing is probably quite an easy one. If nothing else, just find a minute to sit still and upright and focus on your breathing. Because when you practice being mindful, when things are calm and peaceful, you're practicing it. And that means that when you really need it, when the stress hits, it's much easier for you to get into that mode of thinking, right, hold on a minute, just take a deep breath. I don't need to panic about this, you know, so that you can get your brain thinking properly. If you ever fancy trying something a little bit longer, I would recommend going to my YouTube channel, obviously, um, and trying following those videos where, whichever of the videos you, you feel like looks best, where I lead you through Qigong and um, mindfulness. The Qigong is good because it's a kind of walking meditation. It's a moving meditation. And that works well for the sort of person who, when they hear the word meditation, thinks, oh, I can't meditate. You know, I'm, I'm not sort of person to sit there, you know, sort of on, in a lotus position going on. The fact that that's not what you do in mindfulness meditation is neither here nor there. But if the idea of sitting still for, you know, 20 minutes or longer of meditation is something that makes you go, oh, no, not for me, give these videos a try. because you might find that that really resonates with you. And I'm not suggesting you do one of the videos every day, but it will give you something slightly longer to practice your mindfulness. And Qigong has lots of other benefits, which I will probably go to in another podcast. Okay, so obviously I'm very new at this whole podcasting lark. I've never done one before. So, um, if you would like to make any comments, um, do please feel free to follow me on Twitter, where my Twitter handle is at CrystalWolfHC, Crystal being K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Um, 
And Crystal Wolf Holistic Care also has a Facebook page, doesn't everybody? As well as the website. So thank you for listening to this podcast. If there's anything you would like me to cover in a future episode, that's the way to contact me. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay well. Remember, you matter. And above all, remember that self-care is never selfish. Namaste.